Hello, lovely ladies, and welcome to Zion's Company of Women podcast. I'm Lana. And I'm Courtney. And it's so great to have you here with us today. Hello, Courtney. Good afternoon. I got it right. You got it. (laughs) Nailed it. It's only taken us a season. Yeah, I may or may not have been practicing. I won't tell you. No. Very well done. Very well done. I am good. I'm good. And good morning to you. I hope. Is the sun shining over there today in Australia? It is shining. And you know what, Courtney? Spring is on its way. I think that's a word. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's let's just let's keep going. But yeah, I think winter's on its way out. I actually have a fan next to me right now because it's not super hot, but it's starting to get that kind of humid feeling. So, uh, yes, definitely um, starting to warm up. But the sun is shining. I have a hot cup of coffee sitting here with you, my fabulous friend. And I have we have another fabulous friend that's going to be joining we us do, today. We do. We do. Um, should I go ahead and introduce her? Miss Rebecca Bartels? Yes. Rebecca yeah, Bartels. Hello. How are you, Rebecca? Hi. I'm doing well. Thank you. It's good Fantastic. to be here. Fantastic. We're really... Yeah, we're really excited that you're here. Um, I can't wait to dive into the things that we have planned to talk about today. But before we do, um, for those uh, that are listening that maybe haven't met your wonderful self yet, would you go ahead and just tell people a little bit about you, who you are, how how awesome sure. and amazing you are at all the things that you do? Oh. <laughs> and P.S. Rebecca gives fantastic design advice. She and I have been on the phone back and forth a lot lately. She's been helping me remodel. So I'm just going to throw that out there to start. Fantastic <laughs> help. Thank you, Rebecca. Yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I'm Rebecca Bartels. I live in Minnesota. Um, my husband, Chris, and I have three boys. They're four, seven, and nine. Um and we do a lot of music together. My husband's a musician and I do music and um, I'm a worship leader and just um, I love leading in whatever capacity is a good opportunity for me, um, especially just love leading in the church and um, especially love leading for women, too. I've done women's conferences that have just been so sweet. There's just something really special with a room full of women worshiping together. There's That doesn't happen when it's just everybody, you know? So, um, yeah. And like Courtney said, I love designing and God has like gifted our family with so much house renovation this year that seemed like it was like, no, what's happening. And then it was just a gift, you know? And so I've been able to do some of that in our house and then start to help other people. So that's just been a fun, Mm -hmm. fun little thing I like to do. (laughs) It has been fun. And I feel like you've helped me from I feel like there's so many elements in the room that um, that we're we're fixing uh, fixing up right now that was destroyed in the tornado, and I feel like there's so many elements in there that you've had your hand in with me that it's felt mm. like such a sweet uh, process to go through because you know I I like send you a picture of just a, a blank wall with two small windows on it, and I'm like I really think I want to do this, and then all of a sudden Rebecca comes through, and it's just all these beautiful ideas of, of what it could look like and, um, you know, hunting down paint colors for me and with me. And it's just been, you've been such a blessing for me in that. And I think that that's kind of a picture of 
sort of some of the giftings that you carry, Rebecca, that it's it's beyond design. You have an ability to to look at something, see a vision for where it needs to go or where it could go. And then you have a, this beautiful ability to take, um, to bring in the elements that, that things that, that are needed to kind of polish things off and round things about you're, you're like a, you're a finisher in so many ways. And yeah. I love that about you. It's such a joy to get to walk through life and see you doing those things in, across so many areas. Yeah. Thank you. And I think God has definitely shown me a lot through that, like things that he's shown me about even ministry and people. And, um, I've just grown in how to, you know, see what God sees in a person, because when you're, when you're doing a house renovation and you see just a bare room that's destroyed and there's nothing and it's just like, but you have to be able to see the possibility and to see the design that it should have that fits that space and whatever. And then God like transferred that into people, you know, you see this person and he starts showing you like, this is actually how I've gifted them. This is, you know, and then me being able to help, people to find those things and put them, you know, I don't know. It's just fun. Mm -hmm. That's really beautiful. Can I just say that's really beautiful. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Is it, yeah. Anyway, I just think it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> it, is, it is. It's definitely beautiful. And it fits right into what kind of what we're talking about today, Rebecca, because you do have this, this, and I think it's just because of the great love and the great purity that you carry for the bride and for the body of Christ is that you, you don't see some of the things that other people see that might stop them from seeing someone's potential. You have a, a way of looking beyond some things and seeing into the heart, which is truly the nature of the Lord um, to, to be able to do that. You know, it's eyes to see and ears to hear. Um and I think, you know, we've spent a lot of time in Song of Songs. We're just coming out mm -hmm. of like a whole series that Lana and I've mm -hmm. done walking through Song of Songs. So there's just been this conversation about the bride that's really been on our hearts and has been on the heart of the Lord a lot lately. Um, and I just, I wanted to jump off with the same question that we did last time, which is just, what does it mean to you to be the bride of Christ? You know, that's a very large concept. It's a very big kind of yeah. <laughs> words. I know. What does it mean to you? Yeah. Yeah. I was writing down a few notes and a few notes turned into a lot. And I was like, okay, Lord, where do you want me to go with this? But um, right away, he always brings purity when I think about the bride of Christ and, um, and how he wants us to be his pure companion. And the companionship was the first word that really jumped at me when I was just sitting with the Lord today um, and a co-laborer. And I think companion and co-laborer are very interesting because even my husband and I, we do music together and, you know, like, and God created us to co-labor together in what, you know, he's not going to create our lives to be off on a different trajectory from each other. He's going to yeah. design us to co-labor with one another as spouses. And so I think this companionship, this covenant, this co-laboring together with Christ is what really stood out to me the most. Um, being a people, because the bride is a collective. It's not just I, Rebecca, am the bride of Christ. It's the collective church. It's the collective body, you mm -hmm. know, and um and when you think about marriage, we the two become one, 
And so I kept thinking about how we're called the bride of Christ. We're also called the body of Christ. But it makes so much sense because, you know, when you are married, you become one. And so the body of Christ is the bride of Christ, you know? Um, And I just think just the idea of that covenantal promise to be totally committed um, to being loved by Jesus and loving Jesus and everything else just kind of comes out of that then. So, yeah, there's more I could say about that unless you have any responses, but. I just, I want to say, I love that, uh, Rebecca. I think uh, I hear the sound um, that I heard. We, we did a, an interview last week as well. And the, the sound that I heard, even though uh, Candace shared one thing and now you've shared so beautifully, in both conversations, I'm like, oh, I can hear uh, this sound of, um, of the oneness you know, and, and can you hear it, Courtney? Again, it's coming through again. Like it's beautiful. <laughs> like it's just, I love it when the Lord works like this. Like it's just so beautiful that when we look at our, the collective bride, you know, we are the bride in this place of oneness, like in this place of union. And we are the bride who makes ourselves ready, right, for the return yeah. of our bridegroom. And, and how can you make yourself ready without you know, living in that place of, of his purity and that, that place yeah. of, you know, consecration and holiness. And I just, that's beautiful. Yeah. I just had to jump in because I was giggling on yeah. the inside. I'm like, Lord, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And that's exactly, I think that is the next thing he shared with me was that, you know, you want to be pure and blameless and spotless. That's what God is calling us to be in the sanctification process and becoming holy and says, be holy like I am holy or for I am holy, you know? And a lot of people think, oh my gosh, that's so hard. Like, I don't think I could ever be holy, you know? But we also need to think about how he sees us. And so there's, it's like a, we still need to bring things to him to be purified, but he sees us already as holy because of what he did for us. Um, but I think it also comes with this trust of knowing that he, he does it all and he does the purifying and he does the removing and he does the heart work. It's not like, okay, now you go home and like strive and, you know, purify yourself and get better at this and get rid of this sin. It's just keep coming to me and being like intimate with me and take, you know, give me everything. Give me the secrets of your heart. Like he knows them all, but he wants us to willingly just keep surrendering them to him um, and just releasing him because purifying comes when, the fiery love of Jesus burns away the impurities when the fiery love of Jesus, you know, bubbles all those things to the surface. And when we can release, um, release them to him and trust that he's just going to scoop them out, you know, and continue to purify us. Yeah. I really feel like that's a word for, um, for some of you ladies that are listening and watching, I felt that, Rebecca, as soon as you were sharing, um, mm-hmm. I think sometimes when we hear the word holiness, 
there can be this thing that kicks on in on the inside and goes, oh, but what do I do and how, how do I be holy? And I'm, I'm not perfect, but holiness yeah. isn't perfection, right? It's, it's right. his holiness. And I love that when you were sharing and you carry this, I, I see so powerfully Rebecca as a person, um, but I could hear the rhythm of rest as you were sharing, mm-hmm. like this, this beautiful place that says, yes, I am called uh, as, a, as, a, as the bride of Christ to be fully devoted to him and to consecrate myself and to walk in holiness. But that comes from my place of oneness and being fully devoted to him. My holiness is an overflow. Me walking in holiness is, an, I guess, in a way, is an overflow of my, it's a fruit of my relationship. Yeah as I walk in intimacy and I just felt Rebecca when you were sharing that some of you ladies like that's a word for you you know that it's not to strive and to try but it's this place of rest it's this place where actually Mm -hmm. he's the one that is he's doing it he brings things up to bring things out and as we stay in that place of closeness to him then he's constantly bringing us into this place of holiness that is already ours in Christ. We are already holy Mm -hmm. in our positional inheritance, right? And then we walk it out. And so I just, I wanted to jump on that because I really felt the weight when you shared that. I was like, oh, there's a rest in that, that really brings freedom. Yes. I, one of the things I wrote down to share was, um, he, he doesn't say, come to me once you've figured all your stuff out, come to me once you're confident in who you are, come to me once you're done with your sin, but come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And in that rest is when he whispers who you are, you know, and sorry, in that rest is when he says, that's not yours to keep striving with. You just release it to me and I'm just going to take it from you, you know? And I think, oh, that's been, so on my heart lately is just how many people truly trust that he is doing it for us you know and instead of trusting in ourselves or Mm -hmm. or thinking that we somehow have to prove ourselves or perform or yeah be perfect you know yeah so i love that rebecca and i i love that we've landed on this topic of purity and I love that we were that we're landing I can kind of see this whole purification process that's sort Mm -hmm. of opening itself up you know in front of it because like you said the bride is making herself ready and she goes through a purification process and that looks all sorts of different ways for different people um but the one the constant that's the same is jesus and a yielding on our part you know to releasing on our part and you know sometimes i think that we hold on to things that he really wishes we would just let go of yeah (laughs) you know i think we have a tendency to hold on to like oh i i do this or i'm i am this way you know we take a mistake that we've done and we make it part of our identity or we have allowed Mm -hmm. someone to make it part of our identity that has nothing to do with jesus and has nothing to do with jesus is saying over us um so there is that place of holy release where we finally do let go of things that need to be flushed out and they need to be taken care of and they need to just be you know finally relent of some of that and put that in really fully into his hands. Um, and I just love that because the past couple of days I keep hearing, um, people talk about Esther 
and the mm-hmm. purification mm-hmm. process that she went yeah. through before she became queen. Um, and uh, that's just, that's just been coming up and kind of ringing in my ears. And so as you're speaking about, you know, purification and being made one and, and being made holy, that's really what's coming to my mind. Um, just that she, she spent a lot of time preparing herself and it, it mm-hmm. wasn't just for her, you know, an outward cleansing. You can tell by the way that she positioned herself in asking what are the King's preferences? Mm-hmm. What does he like? You know, she asked for advice and, and she received it and it, and it gave her, put her in that place of, um, favor, I think mm-hmm. with the, with, yep. with the King, um, so that's just, I mean, that, I can just hear that. That's just kind of rolling around in my spirit as we're, as you're sharing. Yeah. She stood out from the other women, you know, and what more does God ask for the bride of Christ than to be set apart mm-hmm. and to stand out and not look like the world. You know, he wants us to reflect who he is. And he says, we, we are that that's who he made us to be. And so, yeah, I think part of that purifying, even more so than um, maybe finding all the things that are wrong and giving them to the Lord, like we still do that, or use some strongholds that needs to be broken, you know, sin yeah. things like that, but is yeah. identity being spoken into us? And that will naturally push those things away because yeah. that's how he's like, you're not this, you're actually this because I created you in my image and this is who I am and you are in me, you know? And so as we just learn more of who we are, then we live in that identity, which just has no part with sin and has no part with those, you know, lies Mm -hmm. that the enemy tries to tell us. Um, Yeah. I love that. And I also love the picture of Esther and, and even how she, you know, all the perfumes, all the oils, all the stuff. And I think part of that, you know, the oils representing just, you know, anointing and purifying the fragrance to me, um, part of our purifying process is worship, you mm-hmm. know, and part of our meeting with the Lord in intimacy is worship. And so, um, the more we worship him, the more we meet with him in the secret and worship him in prayer, in music, in heart, body, and mind, spirit, like everything um, focused on just loving him and adoring him. That's producing that fragrance. Like Esther had the perfumes. Our perfume is like our beautiful worship to him. And so that's part of it too. Mm, Yeah. So beautiful. It makes me think um, as well, Rebecca, when you were just saying uh, a a minute ago, you were talking about how um, the more like we we hear his truths, like the more we kind of see him, like all that stuff kind of gets pushed out. Like, again, that reminds me of even when we're in these um, moments of beautiful like encounter and we are in that place of worship, we're ministering unto him and we see him, like the more we see him, the more you like those, you don't want to partner with anything else but him, mm-hmm. right? Yep. There's this ease, there's this love that overflows out of you that 
consecration and purity and the word holiness, like all of those words, they they don't become, they're not words of like, okay, I've got to be holy, you know, like I've got to be holy, like this weighty kind of like I'm in my own strength, I've got to be holy. Like there is, yeah. when you see him, like you just, you give everything. Like there is, there's nothing left. Like, and isn't it beautiful that in those places of worship, that or in those places of intimacy with him, those moments of encounter, how in those moments we're ministering unto him, but there's also transformation that takes place within us. Yes. You know, like I can't I know. Be presence and not walk and walk away the same. Like every time I see you, I am I am so much more in love with you. Like every time I see you, I'm like, Lord, have my life again for the hundredth time today. Like, you know, take <laughs> yeah. it all again. And I just I love that because I think there's such a power that that of transformation that happens for us in that place of worship where we not only see him and it leads us deeper into relationship and intimacy with him, but it also there's a healing, there's a deliverance, and it's all in this beautiful place of, of the, div- the divine dance, if I can call it that. Um, yeah. yeah, I just love that because it just, as you shared it, I was like, oh, I can feel like the bridal, like the, the bridal anointing, that wooing of intimacy um, that brings transformation. And then we carry his oil, his fragrance wherever we go. Like it's stunning. And, yeah, and the more you, the more you receive his love, the more you are, are intimate with him, you just have, you don't even want to look the other way. You're so fixed on his face that there could be a hundred other things vying for your attention or saying, here, come partner with this, come agree with this, come, you know, but you're just like, there's nothing better. There's nothing better. There's no one more faithful, you know, and you think about, um just how faithful he is and how he's never failed us and he unconditionally loves us who else unconditionally loves us you know nothing else can do that no one else can do that and so um when we fully grasp that um just from spending time with him um yeah you just don't want to look away you don't want to even entertain anything else Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. i also (laughs) This might be a little more lighthearted, but God kind of gave you this picture when you were saying it pushes everything out because here I am sitting in this front porch and it's very steamy in here. (laughs) There's little to no airflow. And we were talking about how I get a nice sauna while we're in this place. But also, (laughs) you know, God was like, he's giving me a picture of the sauna. Like you're in this place of like, his love is fiery, warm, like intense love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like detoxing you. You know what yes. I mean? Like, like a sauna just warms you all up and pushes all the impurities out of yeah. your skin. And yeah. How, that's like so God, you know? <laughs> but I just thought, how funny that we were joking about how it's a sauna in here, but now we're talking about pushing out the impurities just with that yeah. warmth of his love, right? <laughs> love it. You love oh, it. God's funny. He's like, it's funny because I already gave you a picture of this. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, love it. it. I, I want to ask you a question, Rebecca, and I know I'm going to put you on the spot. 
So I can (laughs) fill it. I'll apologize later. (laughs) But I'm, I'm very much aware that, you know, people are at varying stages of their walk of life. Well, what does that look like for me? And, you know, and I said earlier, like it looks different for everybody. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just curious, can you think of a time when, you know, his love or what he said about you, Mm -hmm. um, you know, whether he switched on something in your identity or spoke something over you or showed you something or whatever, can you think of a time when his love transformed something within you about how you see yourself? um, Yeah. That it's had like an hour. I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Sorry. this one moment in my youth has come up because um, I've known Jesus my whole life since I was a little mm-hmm. kid. I've never really questioned, I've just always felt like I've known him and, mm-hmm. um, you know, came to really faith in him at a really early age. So I haven't had this big, huge transformation, but I know. I feel like in the middle school formative years of my life, you know, there's always the enemy just, we all know he loves to attack that, that time because that's so such an identity building time in our lives. And, um, and I think there was a time when I was just like, why did you make me this way? You know, like, Mm -hmm. am I wrong? Am I just not, you know, (laughs) I'm like, I feel it's so different. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm not like, you know, the other kids or I'm not, I'm just different. And why am I like this? And am I lovable? Am I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to my grandparents' church. I was staying with them just for the week and their pastor. And it's not some big, you know, charismatic church. It's like very, very <laughs> traditional and just there's hardly any kids there. We, mostly like we call that old, stand up, you know. Yeah, we call that stand up, sit down church, where it's like, you, you know, you stand up, sit down, you stand up and sit down. I grew so up nothing in against one, you know, just, it's all me good. Me too. All good. I went to their, <laughs> I went to their church and, but I love like the simple kids ministry moments mm. in those churches because it yeah. is like this, this older generational person, like their pastor was probably, you know, my grandpa's age. And just handed me this little card, like we got these little cards, you know, with some scriptures on them and some little inspirational quotes or something. And he just handed me mine. And it was like, like God made you and he didn't make a mistake. And I was just like, oh, you know, and I'm like in middle school. So it's like, I, but I knew God was like, you needed to come here and hear this. And so I think that just, that just transformed me in the moment. And Mm -hmm. I, since that moment, I just feel like God confirmed my identity and is in him and what he says about me, not what other Mm -hmm. kids say about me, not what other things say about me, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just like, I'm special. He made me exactly how I am, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I just, I think too, like it, it just gives me a heart now for, for young kids and um, mm-hmm. teenagers who are in that same boat. And I just know there's so many right now. So it's like, okay, God, thank you for preparing me for this time for saying I yeah. went through that too, you know? Yeah. So it's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that you, 
I love all, I love everything about that. And it just, um, like, it reminds me, I, I was, Scott and I were just married and we were working in the kids ministry at our church. And I love the way that the Lord finds us exactly where we are to, <laughs> to speak the word that we need at the moment. Um, like I was serving in the, in the kids church and here I am an adult there, you know, and there's these, these kids running around and they had a message that they were showing and, um, the, the verse came up, it was from Psalm 139, where it talks about like, so great are God's thoughts about you that like, you can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand on the shore. Yeah. And I remember I had to like duck and like, you know, I didn't have to, but I, I was like, oh my gosh, because I didn't know that. Mm. I didn't know that. And, and I'm there and I'm here in kids church and I'm supposed to be leading these children. <laughs> that was what I thought at the time. Um, I'm supposed to be leading and I'm here. I am getting wrecked by the kids message <laughs> Yeah, that I was like, okay, Lord, I, you know, I, I needed to receive it as a child. You yeah. know, that his thoughts about me are so great that they outnumber the, this, the grains of sand. I didn't realize that that was how he was. Like mm -hmm. I didn't realize that he thought about me like that. Um, and so I hear you on that, like just the sim simplicity of that, mm -hmm. when that love comes in and it causes that inner like shift where it's like, click, something just kind of clicks right yeah. into place. And you're mm -hmm. like, okay, all right, that's done. And I'm going <laughs> to moving forward with this yeah. new truth. Um, and yeah. it's, it's the love, it's the love he has behind that message, but mm -hmm. also the love he has to show up and just remind you that he's there. Yeah. And I think he's, you know, just like, I'm here and I know what you're struggling with right now. And I haven't forgotten about you. You know, mm -hmm. he never leaves us or forsakes us. He's always here with us and knows exactly what's on your heart, exactly what's on your mind. And just to remind us, like, I see you, you know, and I think, and that, that happened to me once in a, well, it was in a worship service, but like a child ministering to me, a baby ministering to me. <laughs> You know, and it wasn't through words, obviously, because the baby was probably one and a half years old. You know? <laughs> I was just like in this worship setting and they had um, like flags and they were doing some spontaneous worship. And I wasn't really um, I hadn't like experienced that a whole bunch yet. And so I just felt like I was like, I feel like God's telling me to go grab a flag and like wave it, you know? And I just thought like, is this you, Lord? I'm not really sure, but I'm going to do it. And so I went and grabbed this blue flag and I walked to the back of the room because I was a little nervous, like never done this before. You know, I just kind of started waving it a little bit while I'm singing, you know, whatever. And like, okay, half a song later, I'm like, okay, that was good. I think that's what I need to do. And then... After I put it back, I walk back to my place and this one and a half year old little girl walks over to the flag, picks it up and brings it back to me. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, okay, I was hearing right. Thank you. Lord. You know, like how else but God do that? And so I waved that flag for a good like 30 minutes after that. But yeah, it yeah, was just yeah, I this bet you moment did. and it was like, and I could feel the Holy Spirit releasing. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And, and it was a moment of too, like even being a worship leader, but being in the back of the room off the stage in the shadows, but like 
this was waving my flag was just as important to what God was doing in the space mm. as what people were doing on the stage. And he mm. was like, I love you. I love that you're waving this flag. I love that you're the back. I love that you're releasing my Holy Spirit right now. Like, you know, mm. this was a very important thing that I wanted you to do to, you know, usher me in this worship. And I'm like, mm. oh my gosh, you know. So wow. That was such a beautiful moment too. That right there, like, you know, here we are sitting on a podcast conversation around for women. And I think I personally have seen in my own life, and I know I'm sure we've all had moments where you can sit and think, oh, like, what am I doing? Like, I'm this little person, or I'm not on the stage, or I'm not doing mm -hmm. this, or I don't look like the person next to me. And Rebecca, when you just said that, I just felt the heart of God so strongly, like reminding us as daughters of God, as women of God, that, you know, he sees us and what yeah. we have, what he has placed in our hands is like just as powerful as the person that is leading worship on the stage. And it just reminded me again, if I can kind of just come back to like the the picture of yeah. the bride like the first one of the first things that you said was the bride isn't just Rebecca you know the bride is mm -hmm. a, it's a collective it's we are yes. the, the body of Christ and I know like Rebecca as I've walked with you and I've watched how you champion other people and you release this beautiful um encouragement that really brings people into this place that that kind of says actually I do have something to offer I've got something like God has put gold inside of me like this is who I am and as you were sharing that I just felt his heart so strongly to encourage you ladies that are listening that are watching like you know what whether you're on the stage leading worship or you're at the back holding a flag, worshipping the Lord, did you hear what Rebecca said? Like I was just as part of what God was doing in the room as those that were on the stage. And I, I just feel like that is such a word for some of you that maybe you've looked at what God has put in your hands and you're like, oh, it's just, it's small, it's powerful, it's not as powerful or I'm kind of, you know, I'm in the back or I'm on the sideline you are absolutely like created to not only um, worship him and to release his heart and to release, you know, the fragrance of Christ wherever you go, but you're also born to shine and to stand out. And part of that um, is going to look different to the person next to you, but it doesn't mean that that's wrong. Um, there's just something, Rebecca, I felt when you were sharing. I just felt this. I'm not sure if it's comparison or it's a feeling of inadequacy or a feeling of, um, yeah, like I've kind of pulled back because I don't have much to offer. But just that one sentence when you said it, I, I just felt the heart of God. Just like, no, you have something to offer and you are powerful today. Wherever you're listening, wherever you're sitting, whether you're a mum at home or you're driving in the car, whatever, wherever you are, that you are powerful today and you are making an impact for the kingdom because you have Christ living inside of you. It's not about a platform. It's not those things are, you know, we all have different roles and different things, but I just feel the heart of God right now to encourage you that everywhere your feet tread, 
that you are bringing the kingdom and that you are releasing the love of Christ and that you are not disqualified. You are absolutely not disqualified. You are powerful daughter of God. So I just want to release that. Rebecca, I just felt it really strongly mm-hmm. when you said that one line. I was like, oh, okay, there's someone that needs mm-hmm. to hear. Yeah. 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 So good. Yeah. I wrote it down. I wrote nice. it down. That was how it I, And I was, yeah. I was okay. over here like, oh, I'm going to cry. Oh, I'm going to cry. <laughs> oh, man. I, um, so I just love, yeah, like the, what you said, the collective and, and the little things we do, they matter. Yeah. Um, even when you said Lana, that, you know, even in my little place, I'm taking ground for the kingdom or I'm doing something for the kingdom or really seeing the kingdom, whether it be in your home, in your neighborhood, at your job, at the school where your kids go, you know, wherever you are in the grocery store, um, these seemingly insignificant to us things are so significant. And the other day I was even praying and I just, I felt the Lord, you know, say, just, just lift up a prayer about this. Cause I think I was frustrated about something and he said, just pray. And, and I kept thinking like, man, I feel like what does this one tiny prayer really do? But as I prayed it, I felt the Lord say there are like, hundreds of thousands of people praying this same prayer right now, you know, and I just feel like in the bride of Christ right now, what he's doing is he is like, his Holy spirit is moving and we're really starting to really intercede, you Mm -hmm. know, and we have to trust even when you think, is this from him? Well, if it's, you know, in line with his word, it is his will. And so we pray it out, you know? And so, even little things, you know, when we're, when we're praying for our cities and praying for our states and our nations, you know, um, I just say a prayer over my state and I just felt like, oh my gosh, I think thousands of people have prayed this prayer over our state and we're praying it together because God is giving us the same thing to pray. And, you know, and I just love that picture that he's giving me. So then it does feel like when I do these little things, there's, millions of his of his children doing these little things all together you know and what an impact that's going to make in the world wow and that's like the co-laboring do you know what i mean that's the co-laboring he's like pray this okay i'm praying this with you and with the rest of the bride and wow oh in one accord i see that sorry yeah yeah, absolutely No, sorry. And, and that's what I think, I, you know, I'm hearing kind of this theme coming up through this whole thing of being seen, like the mm-hmm. seen and unseen spaces and the weight of both mm-hmm. of them, you know, because mm-hmm. as the body, there's not one part that's more valuable than the other. We all yep. need every single piece and function or, and, and person mm-hmm. in the body, like it, it's needed. Um, but there is a, a real, like, I loved when you talked about how as a worship leader, like you got to the back of the church Mm-hmm. and you got to be back there and, and you were kind of in, in, I think you said in the shadows or in the dark or somewhere back yeah. there where it was just away from this, but your contribution and the, how the Lord was like, no, that's, you know, he sees that. And I think sometimes as women, um, as, especially as mothers, um, and, and just in general, like there's, there's a lot of things that we do that, uh, we can feel are unseen, and there are a lot of things that we do. They're just generally unseen. It's just us. 
you know, at home cleaning up or, you know, taking care of somebody or doing, you know, doing the little things that, um, we're delighted to do sometimes delighted to do. do. I'm not always a huge fan of laundry, but I do it anyway. And to the Lord, um, and to the Lord, (laughs) (laughs) but it's that it's those unseen spaces that it feels like those are the ones that carry like, the real weight. It's not necessarily the things that we think that are up in front of people. And and it's, it's tempting sometimes, Lana, like you said, to compare, like we Mm -hmm. can see people that are, you know, in ministry or they're doing, they're up there and they're seen. And it's like, but what you don't see are all of the things behind the closed Mm -hmm. doors and in the one-on-one space with Jesus and in the internal work um, Mm -hmm. that has been, you know, it's been forged, it's been laid down. It's, it's that beauty of communion with him in those unseen spaces that is just as, if not more valuable, like he values that he sees that and it's bringing him, it's bringing him delight. And it's also, like you said, it's contributing one more thing. You know, I love that what he said to you about the prayer that you prayed it, it seemed insignificant, but there's thousands of other people praying the exact same thing at the exact same time or around the same time. And there's just something about that where it's like, Mm -hmm. we can think that we are separated or we're separate Mm -hmm. and insignificant, but the truth is that we're not Mm. in in no form or fashion. Um, We are part of him. And so Mm -hmm. the contribution is there and we are seen even when we don't feel as though we are. He's there. Yeah. So good. So good. And it, you know, can I just say, it reminds me as well of, um, I kind of on a little bit on the flip side, maybe, but I, I think of those moments as well, like that when the Lord sees those things that we do and how powerful they are, but it also reminds me of those moments where those moments where Rebecca like the Lord says lift up that prayer to me or you know do the laundry like love the person in front of you serve like whatever it looks like and nobody else is like no one's around and applauding you right oh well done you you folded for your husband this morning yeah like you know (laughs) like those little things it, it just really struck me over my life in moments where I've been doing things like that and the Lord says to me, that delights my heart so much, Lana. And I was like, hang on a sec, I just made Kevin a cup of coffee. And he's like, yeah, you're loving your husband well right now. Yep. Like, And those moments, like, oh, I just... Yes, I've had grand encounters. Yes, you guys can share about grand moments that you've had with the Lord and how you've seen his heart has been so moved and your heart's been moved and there's been incredible moments. But some of my like life-changing encounters have come in, like you said, Rebecca, and you said it too, Courtney, like things that would seem insignificant And then the Lord says, that really ministered to my heart right now. Like that really moved my heart, what you just did then, Lana. Like or that prayer of agreement that you just agreed with my heart or like even in moments where I had been like going through the deepest darkness and the hardest moment and every part of me is going, I'm dying and I don't believe. Like I'm not sure I'm actually believing what God is saying right now because I'm so lost or I'm I'm so broken in those mm. moments of 
in my life where it's, I've lent in for like two seconds and gone, okay, I believe the word says, and like with the declaration of my mouth gone, no, 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 like I am going to lean in and go, no, I'm going to align myself and my heart with what you have said like one scripture out of my mouth, even if my heart's screaming like, ah, yeah. I've heard the Lord in those moments go, you know what, Lana, that declaration, that that movement right there of just like, oh, like I'm just leaning in that one more, like one more time, even though it may seem so small because, you know, I'm, I'm just in that moment like declaring something behind closed doors in my office no no no. that's not insignificant that's powerful like that's a moment where I'm choosing to align with what the word of God is saying but mm-hmm. to me in those moments I've gone oh this like there's nothing really grand about this like I'm just kind of holding on one more time but those moments then when God says that declaration that in the midst of like the pain and the grief and the trauma and all the things you're walking through right now, that you would turn your head and look to me mm-hmm. again, like that moves my heart. And so I just, as you guys were talking, I was like, wow, like how many times in my life have I experienced that where there has been this moment where I've seen the heart of God moved in things that I may have deemed little or insignificant. Um yeah, just beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. He really truly sees us. He really does. Yeah. I think the other thing that kind of relates, but just in being a mother, when you when you have those moments with your kids, when you know you might not be saying much to them, but this could shift. Just like that little card that I got when I was a kid shifted my whole how I knew the, the love of God. Like you could say one thing to your child when they're in a moment of, I need to know my identity, you know, or I need to know that I'm loved or I need to know who I really am. And that's how I am mothering, you know, and, and in those, especially hard moments with kids Mm -hmm. where it's not going so well to stop and be like, yes, like maybe we need to discipline a little, but also he just needs to know. He's so loved and like, you know, you are kind, you are gentle, you are such like a good listener. You're so, you know, loving and smart and, you know, and so out of that, it's like, we want you to be who you are, you know, and raising this coming up generation um, with that kind of a, a mindset of the kingdom and, and I just see this like generational bride, you know, and how it's how beautiful it's going to be to see this next generation come up and join mm-hmm. the bride of Christ. Just, I don't know. I think every generation, God like solidifies more and more some of the identity. I don't know. Maybe that's just what I feel, but I just think like, mm-hmm what has been poured into me, it's like multiplied, you know? And so of course we're fruitful and multiply and we have, you know, children and then they multiply, you know, or whatever. But I just feel like what we receive is multiplied to Mm -hmm. our children too. You know what I mean? Maybe I just received one little thing, but how much I can pour out from that one moment onto my kids and into my kids. 
Well, and letting at the same time too, like allowing our children because they're, they're in the body of Christ as well. Like, I, I love mm-hmm. that. I love that, yeah. you know, you're talking about that flowing down into them and then, but I've had multiple times where it's like flown back up, like they'll do oh, yeah. something and it's just like, oh man, I just got corrected. Like <laughs> in a good way, like uh, it's, you know, I can think about one situation in particular, my youngest, um, was, my youngest was an infant. My husband had gone out of town on a business trip and my oldest came down with this awful stomach bug. And, um, I remember at one point, like it was, I was, I had gotten everybody to bed and I was trying to get the baby to bed and I'm just haggard, like so tired at that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to get the baby to bed. And my, my one that has gotten sick comes down the stairs and has an incident in the hallway and then it's all over the walls and you know and he's and then he goes into the little bathroom that's there and he bless his heart and i'm freaking out like let's there was no like oh jesus holy moment you know (laughs) none of that is going on the baby's screaming i'm like what am i gonna you know i'm trying to keep everybody else from getting it so i'm trying to you know keep it clean and all that kind of stuff and i'm sitting there and i am just like I'm not in a good mental space. Like I'm spiraling <laughs> hardcore fast <laughs> and with no one, it feels like no one to snatch me out of this hell that I'm in at that moment. And I, I got quiet, like I'm cleaning and I hear my son and he's standing there in the bathroom and he's saying, I'm healed by his stripes. Oh, excuse oh, me. Yeah. Cry. I'm healed by his stripes. And he's just saying it over oh, and over again. And it was just like immediately something inside of me just went click get back into place, mm-hmm. you know, get back into your place of authority, get back into your place of, mm-hmm. you know, he's here with you. It's going to be okay. And, and from that moment on, like my mouth shut and I was like that hearing him say that one thing caused me to refocus and realign and remember for a moment, I'm not alone. Who am I? Yes, this is not fun, but it's going to be okay because these yeah. are the truths. And so I, and, and I, that's from, they may be the biggest in the body of Christ as far as age goes, but they are not mm-hmm. inferior, you know, and there's that beautiful right. back and forth flow that, you know, mm-hmm. when we're humble to receive from them, they give us so much. Um, yeah. And that is a lot of that unseen space too, as well. So true. Yeah. Oh man. I feel like we've covered everything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so good. So beautiful. Well, I just, I want to say thank you, Rebecca, for pouring out because you do carry Mm -hmm. such a purity and a purity of heart. And I love the way that you worship, not just in singing, but in the yieldedness of your heart and and the uh, willingness to just to obey the Lord, but not in an obedience that is harsh. It's an obedience that's born of love. Um, and you've really given us such a gift and a blessing today in sharing what you shared with us. It's just been wonderful. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, ladies. I just love, I love being in the space with you and just, God's so good to just mm-hmm. fill it, you know? Mm-hmm. I just love how we never quite know how it's going to go, but I just feel the Holy Spirit and like he's moving and he's filling the space and he's sharing. And so it's just been amazing tonight. 
So beautiful. Hey, Rebecca, can I ask you, would you pray for the beautiful ladies that are uh, watching and listening um, to this podcast? I just really feel a stirring that, yeah, the Lord's going to release something through you. Sure. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you that we are that we are your children, Lord, but also that we are your bride. God, I do just ask that you would whisper into the ladies' hearts today that are listening, that they would know who they are, that they would know whose they are. They belong to you and they belong to Jesus. Jesus is someone who is never going to leave them. We pray that every woman on this listening knows that he will never leave them. He will never forsake them. He's always with them. And no matter what they have experienced on this earth in the natural, we just thank you that God, you and Jesus are just far beyond what we could ever imagine. Um, as just a companion, as a faithful friend, um, just as a lover of our souls, that you would just love us and love on us, Lord. And you we just thank you, Lord. And we just pray right now that as we are just in this space, that you would just release your love right now and just pour out into all the places, into all the places that we're needing it right now, Lord Jesus whether it be that we that someone out there or we ourselves are tired and weary, Lord, you give us rest and you give us a rest that's just fully in your love, that we can just sit with you and lay back against you, that we can just sigh with you, that we can release our things to you. Jesus, you take them because your burden is light. We thank you. And so, yeah, Lord, we just pray that each one of these women would know your love, Mm. would know their value, that you look at them like a groom looks at a bride coming down the aisle. I just love that picture, Lord Jesus, that you've given us um, here on earth, Lord, just like the glistening in your eyes just towards us, and you see us as just pure and spotless and holy. You don't see anything else, Lord. We, You see a reflection of who you are in us, Jesus. And so we thank you that we are one with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this time, Lord. Mm-hmm. See you. We bless your name, Jesus. Mm-hmm. In your name, amen. 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 Thank you, Rebecca. We love you. Thank you so much for this. I echo yeah. what Courtney said. This was beautiful. I just, I really, really love this. It's been so good. Now, for lovely ladies that want to follow along with you, what's the best way that people can follow with Rebecca Bartel? The best way is probably just my Instagram, which is just at Rebecca Bartels, my name. Um, It's kind of just all of who I am. It's my life. It's my ministry. It's just encouragement. So that's the best way. Wonderful. Well, for those of you on YouTube, it is up on the screen for you now. And uh, and those listening uh, on audio, just type in Rebecca's name on uh, Instagram and you can follow along with her. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Courtney, my friend, anything 
else I felt like yes. you were going to say something. Yeah. No. Go no, ahead. I'm full. I... I'm full and happy <laughs> and <laughs> just soaking. Yes, soaking in the beauty that is my friend Rebecca and um, and Jesus in her. So thank thank you again, Rebecca. Such a delight. Mm-hmm. Been great. All right. Well, blessings to you, lovely ladies. Thank you again for joining us for another incredible, incredible episode. And we will see you next week. Bless you. We hope that this podcast has blessed you and we have been blessed by bringing it to you today. If you would like to see more of what Zion's Company of Women is about, please check out our website, zionscompanyofwomen.com. We pray that you 